And then we'll and then we'll and then we'll get into my views on pegging and we'll go back and forth. Uh pause. Yeah. Well, pause. <laughs> Jesus Christ, brother. <laughs> See, that's a red flag. <laughs> It's a red flag. When you when I say George Bush is white, but also a podunk, you know, hillbilly living out of a trailer park is white. It's like, what the fuck connects these two people really? So when I attack George Bush's whiteness, this other person feels attacked. It's like, so it's like your attachment to that and feeling attacked by my criticism of this thing really ain't helping anybody. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know what the answer is. That goes into it, bro. Like, and that's it. Like, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. All we can do is just try to progress and move no, forward. Nobody knows. No, don't nobody know what the hell they're doing, especially in dating. Absolutely. That's a fact. Speaking of some people waving red flags. Welcome, everybody, to Waving the Red Flag, number one dating critical race theory podcast in the universe. It's your boy, Eddie. It's your boy, Josh. Album will be in soon or rather next week or, you know, that kind of shit. Anyway, um, today we got some shit that we want to talk to y'all about. How long did it take y'all to get over a a relationship after you finished the shit? I don't know the answer to that shit. That's just like the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop. The world may never know. I don't really I really do not know. It, it, I don't think it has any. People always say oh, it takes half the time of however long the relationship was. That shit ain't uh, true. That shit is uh, a made up shit. Yeah, it's it's definitely on a person case by case basis. Um, for me, nigga, that shit is hard getting over somebody. Like I've only been in love two times in my whole life. Oh yeah. Woo. The few the fewer the times, the harder it is to get over. Oh my god, bro! For real, for real. Because that real. muscle is weak on you, bro. You mm-hmm. only got two. You only done two reps. Like, I done done a few reps. I'm strong as shit on this love shit. Yeah, yeah, right. So <laughs> I'll, I'll pick it up, put it right back down. Yeah, because, I mean, shit, like, real talk, the first time um, I was in college when me and my the first love broke up, and that shit was kind of, like, low-key messy, like, you know, and we can into that whole story another time, but mm-hmm. it's we were together for, like, two, two and a half years or something like that. I thought about that girl every single day for the next two and a half years. Every day. Yeah. Even though I didn't talk to her because my pride would not let me after it, after all that shit, yep. my pride would not let me communicate with her, see what the hell she was doing. Like none of that stuff is out of sight, out of yes. mind, but I still thought about her every single day. I 100% bro. I, I was with a girl for like, Three months. It was one. It was one of them little summer flings that just mm. hit hard, nigga. I went. I think I went probably eighteen months before I had a single twenty-four hour period where she didn't pop into my mind. Yep. And I'm like, th- that shit wasn't even long, bro. It was just like, a, it was just a fiery, intense yeah. three month little mm-hmm. fling that ended just abruptly in a ball of fire, and then never spoke to her again. And just <laughs> every single goddamn day, and yep. literally, I think I don't even think I, <laughs> I don't even think I really. Stop thinking about her daily until I fell in love with the next person. I don't. Even, I really don't even think I ever actually just was cool being alone. Yeah, I don't think that ever like even that. actually happened. It be even even the second time like I was in love after we broke up. Still thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said it like he got caught. Well, how long does it take? We'll find out. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> yeah. That's a to be determined, nigga. To be determined. Yeah, right, right, right. But uh, but yeah, man, it, it definitely varies from person to person because some people are blessed to have the ability to turn up for, for there to be like a switch that just turns off. And it's like I fucking, think I think that's women, bro. Some I, some because yeah. I don't think I've ever known any guy. Who just was like, yeah, I'm good. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I don't yeah, I, I but, think women get over it easier, I think. Nah, okay. So no? like okay. that goes back into that whole conversation that, you know, me, you and Alvin was having. Like, women break up with you before the relationship actually is done a lot of the times. Okay. So they've all like they've been crying, and they've been dealing with yeah. processing this shit. And it's like by the time when y'all finally break up, you know, in that situation, it's like mm. even if she is thinking about mm. you, I think after y'all broke up, she's uh, and women have a lot more um Ooh. options and resources resources after Ooh. they break up. A lot of times, like just in general, you know what I'm saying. So, and they there's a popular saying like the best way to get over somebody is get on somebody else. That shit is true, 
but false. Yeah, yeah. But also what you said just unlocks some of my mind. But what you said mm-hmm. about the getting under that shit is true, but you got to get on somebody at the same level that who you got off of. Cuz yeah. you can't get over love with sex. You can no, get over no. sex with sex and you can get over love with love in my observation. Like th- it sounds toxic, but 100% yeah. if I am heartbroken, if I fall in love with another person, that will 100% just soothe all that shit. Like I really won't even give a fuck. Oh, at yeah. least temporarily. Cause I've had I've had the motherfucking I've had like the cancer relapse shit where like <laughs> I, I end one relationship and then the heartbreak from the previous one yeah, rears up again like still, a fucking oh God, dude, like I a herpes outbreak. Like fuck, what is wrong with me? <laughs> I was the problem, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> yeah. Well, hundred percent is just like that. But what you said kind of woke up something for me because I was like, in two of the breakups that I have. In one of them, we officially broke up and stayed mm-hmm. living together for like maybe two or three months. Ain't that but, crazy? I've done that. Please. Yeah, and 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 I don't know. How, oh God, I I don't know. Like I said, I don't be knowing what some of this shit really is until years later, where I'm like, oh, I was on some bullshit, you know. But so I don't really know how she processed that. But for me, as negative as it was, I feel like it allowed me to like coast into singleness mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm. so it, i mean there was there was definitely problems but it was it, it was just it was better i think because when it finally was like she had moved out and, and, we, yeah. and we were separate it was like cool we had basically three months to just be like no yeah we're we're broken up we're gonna stay broken up we're next to each other continuing to not be together so and it felt like cool. a soft- like y'all had a friendship or like y'all ah, I, mean, I don't know little... I don't know I mean, okay. like I said bro her take might be way different than what the fuck I'm saying but yeah it felt semi friendly you know what I mean like it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't fights and awfulness like it felt like it kind of had relaxed almost in a way that could kind of feel like we might slip back into a relationship just because it was like it kind of taken all the pressure off or, or taking a lot of the pressure off you know so it was like, oh, we don't need to fight. Like I don't yeah, I don't need yeah, to yeah. we don't need to disagree about shit because it doesn't matter what you and I do. Like I don't need to have an input on what you're doing with your life. You don't need to have an input on what I'm doing with my life. We're just something a little bit more than roommates right now. So no, none of those arguments need to happen because we're not together anymore. Yeah, yeah. So it's that kind of shit. It's not like, oh, what's your schedule or hey, are we going to do this? It's just like, oh, I'm doing you, you're doing me. Yeah, exactly. And so that to, that breakup to me was a lot less traumatic. And another breakup was like, we didn't officially break up, but we, so it was basically like, hey, when this lease runs out, we're both going to move into separate places, essentially. That's like the short version of what was happening. So we didn't break up, but it was like, that's basically saying once this lease runs out, we're breaking up. And so I think a lot of people have a similar situation, like when you're, one's traveling or one's leaving for work and you're, or college and you're like, so what are we going to do? Well, when you leave, that's it. Yeah. So it's kind of like you pre-break up. And both of those two, I feel like right the, the year after those breakups, I was chill. Like I was I was cool and it was it was more or less fine. But the ones where it's abrupt. Yeah, that's, that's definitely rough. a lot tougher. That's definitely a lot tougher when you don't have that um like you said, that ease, like you don't ease into your singleness after that mm. breakup. It's just like abrupt, like boom. Yeah. Um you'd be talking I, to yourself. I, hey babe, could you oh yeah. And you just alone, like you yeah, got yeah. <laughs> your camera the just zoom table. out. <laughs> you just by yourself. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I know I've I've definitely been in that situation before too, where where an ex was living with me, and we broke up, but you know she was still, you know, living. We were still cohabitating. We had such a strong friendship that even after we broke up, we were still cool. Mm. But and it did alleviate uh, alleviate you know some pressure and things like that. But it's it was still kind of weird, and I was still kind of sad. I was I was definitely sad about it. Um, still, even though I understood that this needed to happen, but I just didn't like the way that things were going down. Um, in a sense, but you know when she finally when she you know moved out, and you know I shed a thug tear. And 
and you know it, it still sucked like it still immensely sucked but it it definitely wasn't as traumatic as anywhere near as traumatic as that first you know the first breakup with the first mm. girl i really loved um but after that when she got when she moved out like i said i'm not about to be in the same position i was with that last breakup fuck that and that was why i would have my ass in the gym mm. at 6 30 in the morning in december nigga like you yeah. know what i'm saying <laughs> That winter no, workout man. ain't no joke. Hmm? Niggas that work out in the winter, they solving some problems. Absolutely, bro. Like either yeah. very serious about your body goals, or nigga, you are going some, through some shit. Yeah, and I can, I can, I, I recommend like if you're going through a breakup, get in that goddamn gym, like because that'll that'll. What does that yeah. feel like? Because people always say that, and like for me, I kind of get the idea of having a project. Like, that makes sense to me, but it's always gym. And to me, gym seems to be so tied to, like, implications of making your body better yeah. for a new potential partner. So 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 becoming more attractive. Is that the idea? Or what's, what's the idea behind it's a, this? It's, Hit it's, the gym. it's both, bro. Like, it hits all those areas because, for one, it is a project. It is a project that you can actually focus on and get your mind on something productive, regardless of whatever other motivations you might have for it is still a productive uh, means to get your mind off of something so you're just not wallowing in sadness and grief and loss the other thing with that is absolutely like you do want to glow up like you want to be okay. the one that kind of glow up after the breakup you know what i'm saying like or if she glow up god damn it hey i'm doing good too at, at the very least yeah you, know you don't want to so you don't want to get left behind at the least yeah 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 bro and um and yeah, so I mean, like, it's about that whole glow up aspect, you know what I'm saying? Like, you wanna, you wanna emerge as a new person, damn near. And it's, and some of it too is kind of like, look, mm -hmm, yeah, look what I did, yeah, look at me now, mm. so, yeah, for sure. Doesn't that, that plays a does, role it, in it. does that feel at all reactive? Because I, I I have similar impulses, but it just seems a little bit like, aren't you still allowing that other person to like really define you, and you still really, tr I mean. I'm talking more for me than 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 you necessarily, but like you're mm -hmm. trying to, almost trying to get them to fall in love with you again in a way. Well, see, that depends on, yeah, or something like that. I feel you on that, but that depends on the motive and and how much you're actually communicating with this person. Because if you're still communicating with the person after the breakup and you're still holding on to, how close are you still in communication with this person? If y'all not talking. But and you using this as motivation, like take it's like take that energy, take that pain, take that hurt, and apply it yeah. towards something. It it don't matter why, but uh, you need to do true. something. True, because like, maybe you can't make the pain go away. Right, and like either in the in me and for and speaking for myself personally, when I started working out and I started seeing my little gains, you know what I'm saying, a little something, gain a little ten pounds. Yeah, okay, good. okay. And, <laughs> Nigga, I, anyway. <laughs> that shit feel good, don't it, though? It feels good, but the thing about it was that also it, it was developing a genuine sense of pride within myself. And then I was also being built up by by uh, coworkers. Like, I had a couple of, um, mm. you know, female coworkers. There wasn't nothing going on, but. A little a sexual harassment of, here and there don't hurt. It feels a little bit good. Even, okay. Not even that deep. Not even okay. that deep. But, like, these are, like, gen genuine, like, you know relationships like it, it ain't nothing going on but they are building me up and being like no josh like nah you got it going on i see you i see your chest poking out a little bit more like that's definitely good, sexual harassment bro like, but okay see like you, you trying to you i'm not even trying i'm not even i'm not even trying to make an argument i was just saying like <laughs> you don't necessarily mind if a girl says your titties are looking nice you know what i mean like that's it can make you feel good but you get, but it's a genuine compliment, and like people around you are building you up, and like they they see the progress, like they see like you know you doing shit, you look good, nah, bro, like you don't know, people respect, like you know just stuff like that. Yeah, and we just, see your gains, like damn, you look up. at yeah, 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 just and that just builds your genuine um self esteem and your self confidence up, which is crucial after a tough breakup. Mm. Crucial. There was, and I I want to say one more thing, um. I saw a video and it struck a, a serious chord with me. They were asking, like, you know, um, people who were successful, like, what's one thing you wish you told yourself when you were younger? All these are old white men. But one of them said, 
do things that build self-confidence. Yeah. Do things that build your confidence. Yeah. And I was like, and it, it put a lot of shit in perspective, like, do things that build your confidence. And that yeah. can be applied in all areas, like after a breakup, whatever. I agree with that because self-esteem and confidence, we, we look at them incorrectly as, as if they're this sort of internal thing, you know? Like, oh, like you have to have self-esteem. You have to believe in yourself. And being realistic for most people, like most humans, self-esteem is like, it's like a muscle more than it is anything else. Confidence is more like a muscle because first of all, it's contextual. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't do a bench press with your thigh muscle. You know what I mean? And you can't feel confident in some shit that you, that's different than the places that you're confident. So you could take like an expert level football uh, star and you put this nigga in uh, on a debate panel around, I don't know, nuclear physics or some shit. He's not going to necessarily be confident because he's outside of his, mm-hmm. where he is confident. Yeah. And his there's expertise. this side, his expertise, the thing that he, the place where he actually feels confident, where people look at him and, and reality and other people are constantly letting him know that the things he's doing are the correct things. So I think it's an excellent exercise for anybody to do is just find something that you can be good at, whether that's talking, whether that's being funny, whether or not that's music, whether or not that's selling shit, designing shit, computer programming, boxing, whatever the fuck it is, you know what I mean? Fucking yoga, whatever. And just keep teaching yourself how good you are at that by continuing to be good and better at it and and getting that like feedback from your environment and from other people to let you know, no, reality is telling me I'm good at this. So then in my mind, I understand the lesson I'm teaching myself, which is that I'm good enough. It's not just, no, I'm just going to puff out my chest and then I'm confident. It's like, no, like be confident with the reason. Like, no, here's 10 different memories of me being good as fuck at this thing. So that's where I derive my confidence from like actual facts, you know? As someone who, who deals with depression, that can be difficult. Um, because you know, uh, I'll be, I'll be transparent right now. Uh, I just went through a funk very recently. I mean, you know, we, we talked about that, um, off, offline. I went through a funk and I felt, extremely low like bad um and it didn't matter what confidence i had before that it was just Mm. gone when i was going through that depression like i didn't it was like it was it was dark you know Mm. what i mean um and the confidence that i had the the willingness that i had to want to be back in the gym like that shit was gone like i just just, you know what i'm saying like i had no No desire no desire like so so when you get into those funks, like, you know, like it could, it could be, a, it could very well just be a funk, but it's still like, even if you don't know what you're good at, because a lot of people, when you ask them, what are you good at? And even including me, like I have a tough time answering that question. Um, it's really important to get out there. If, if nothing else, I will say get in the gym. If mm. you're already in the gym, get in I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. As far as my advice, I don't know, but. But, yeah, it's just, like, whatever it is that would build your confidence, whatever it is that you need to hear. Another thing, like, affirmations. Affirmations work wonderfully for me. Like, affirmations definitely help build my confidence and my self-esteem because I was changing my brain chemistry in the way I thought. Mm. You know what I'm saying? By saying a thing in order to remind yourself that it's true. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then it it was a thing that, it was the things that I really needed to hear at that time. Do you... Do you practice affirmations? No, I've never done affirmations. I've, I've, yeah, that's never been something that I've really done. I mean, I'm the only reason I'm hesitating is because I'm wondering whether or not there's something that I do that kind of is the same thing as that. Because there's lots of little shit that I do that like kind of is sort of the same thing as some other shit, but I don't think I do anything like an affirmation. Yeah, yeah, like affirmations are extremely intentional, and and it's it's what you need to hear like what your greater self that Mm. elevates you whatever that is because that's different from person to person i could give somebody else my affirmations that i use and it wouldn't do shit for them you know what (laughs) i I just imagine some like small single mother of three being like i'm a i'm a big strong confident beautiful bearded man (laughs) i don't think i don't think these gonna help (laughs) you know what nope (laughs) i'm still in debt uh i'm still (laughs) fat 
I'm my middle child is still, I'm still white. Yeah, I'm a beautiful bearded black man. <laughs> I'm deserving of love. Right, this, right, this white right. woman living in a trailer park is just like these are yeah, not no. these affirmations are some bullshit. This shit this ain't working at all. Shit, like no, no I, I, I've been doing affirmations for two months, sixty <laughs> days straight, and I'm still not a big, strong, beautiful black man <laughs> with a beard. It don't work at all. I got a mustache, and that's it. This shit is bullshit. Right. <laughs> oh goddamn! Um, but yeah, bro, like I, I strongly recommend uh, doing like affirmations, like. You know what I'm saying? Like what what it is whatever it is that you really need to hear, whatever it is that feels right and sounds right mm-hmm. to you internally. If you come across some shit, like if you come across some shit that somebody else say and it feel good and it feel right to you, like damn, that's that's dope. That's a bar. Yeah. Apply that. That's a bar. Like, let me write that down and let me repeat that. But I will say when in my personal situation, when it came to therapy, like I was actually very desperate to get out of that depression. I did not want to feel that way. So mm. when it came to like doing the homework and things like affirmations, I would recite my affirmations like I was crazy. Like I would like recite them to myself anytime that I was feeling down or anytime I started feeling myself slipping or have like really dark thoughts. I would go into my affirmations and cling on to them shits. Like they was like my lifeline. So and when you do stuff like that with that sort of intention, like it has to work, but you, you though there has to be some real intention behind it for you to, you know, really start seeing like those like real, those results. real results. I think. Do you say them out loud? Sometimes. But not necessarily. If I'm by myself, like I can say them out loud. Yeah, I'll say them out loud so I okay. can hear it. But if yeah. I'm just, there was one time when I was in a situation of, and I was like, man, this is tough. Like this is this is this feels cruel almost mm. and and i could not say these affirmations out loud because you know the person was in was you know they were there like a person or like the, the cause person. oh okay the person Ugh. was uh was there that's um, a that's a, like, to be fair this, that's an alpha ass move to start doing your affirmations while the pro about the problem while the problem is right in abs- front of you and you and that's the shit that you gotta do. <laughs> that makes you look like, crazy as fuck, though. But that's no. kind of a that's kind of a move. <laughs> let me let me clear. No weapons wielded like, against me shall prosper. I know, right? Bitch. None of my <laughs> enemy <laughs> ended with a bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, but no, I am no, worthy no. of love, even to those who do not yeah. recognize my worth. <laughs> worth. Oh no, no, I'm just talking to myself. Uh, Don't worry about it. Don't, Don't worry about worry it. Have a good day. Just like no, I will. Just, they weren't in. They weren't in the direct but it was still i'm in this situation this feels very almost cruel like why am i anyway and i just i took my phone out because i was like yo i'm mm, this is this is tough and i just started reading my affirmations i and i would go over it and i had a bunch of affirmations but i would read down that list go go up go back down the list as much as i needed to hear it in that moment do you want to do you want to speak on any of the affirmations that you have or use you don't have to obviously um one of them is uh, the help I need is already here and it will show up on time. Mm. And that's an affirmation for, of course, when you need help. Um, there was, I'll, ooh, ooh, you know what? I'll share this because I think this okay. affirmation could actually help. That white woman people. in the park? Okay. Hmm? That white woman in the trailer park might be able to help. Hell you. yeah. Yeah, this could be pl- applied generally. That this is This is an affirmation for when you're holding on to some sort of guilt, even if you might not be aware of it. Forgiving yourself. This is an affirmation for forgiving yourself. Rid yourself of guilt, shame, and criticism. And I got this from Jen Sincero from the book, You Are a Badass. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the affirmation is holding on to my bad feelings about this is doing nothing but harming me and everyone else and preventing me from enjoying my life fully. I am an awesome person. I choose to enjoy my life. I choose to let this go. And like those I, are one I of choose. these. Yeah, I choose to let this go. Choice. You know what? I do have affirmations, mm-hmm. but they are. But they're they're like, yeah, I do have something. Because when you said that choice, because I I definitely repeat certain things to myself about what I'm gonna choose in a particular moment. I'm I'm, oh, I'm gonna try more of them, but I definitely have little like. There's certain kinds of situations that I find myself in frequently. Like I'll get okay. So one of them is like, don't hesitate, engage. Like don't mm-hmm. never hesitate, always engage. Is like a, something that I say to myself yeah, all the yeah, time. Okay, yeah, which is like, so and I think that's you could call that an affirmation, right? It's totally an affirmation. Okay, so like every time I find myself in a situation where I am getting 
stuck in either a thought loop or like an emotional loop where there's like mm-hmm. a feeling of anxiety or something that's mm-hmm. stopping me from starting some shit, then I just repeat that to myself and try. I don't always succeed, but I re- repeat that to myself and then just take an action or the action that I need know I need to take. Um, and that shit works very well. So, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the affirmation niggas. Anybody Hello. listening to this, try these shits because they do work. It's like an instruction manual, kind of. Absolutely. I was gonna say, um, did you want to get into it? Did we have time for another topic or? Oh, all right. What else we got? Um, do you have any thoughts on? Apparently, sperm count is, has been decreasing in men, like at some significant numbers over the last few generations, and there's like a less and less pregnancies and shit like that because men's sperm counts are decreasing in the West specifically, and apparently, it's maybe caused by the fact that we're eating a bunch of microplastics, and I. I don't know if that's impacted my life. I never got anybody pregnant. I've had pregnancy scares, but they weren't scares. They were just, I nutted in somebody I wasn't supposed to. So it wasn't yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. oh, a period stopped. It was just like, you know, the safety was off and I didn't. Uh, and I so pulled we the need trigger to check. anyway. I pulled the trigger. So we just need to check what if anything got hit. You know what I mean? Right, it wasn't right. like a real gunshot wound. You I got somebody no pregnant? Idea. No. Like, do you know Do you know if your sperms work? Spermatozoa no are functional? You know I what? feel like it, that's a thing we should know as men. Yeah, like, because I just assume. I we just assume are. We really do. Yeah. I I'm worried about shit. Like, <laughs> be we careful. really do just assume, assume the fuck out of that shit. Like, do you know how presumptuous it is when a condom slips off or bursts and, you, and you're like, you're going to need a plan B? Mm-hmm. Like, you know how confident you have to be to say some shit like that? Because like, most of the time, maybe she doesn't. Will. <laughs> because most of the time, you will. Because, like, a lot of the things, because, uh, uh, I mean, if a girl were to. Just busting up, like, well, yeah, well, what the fuck did you think was gonna happen? (laughs) (laughs) But maybe we're shooting blanks, and like, like, honestly, the way they talk about it, I feel like the likelihood of any one nut causing a pregnancy is relatively low. You know what I'm saying? It's it's billions of it's billions of sperm. Yeah, but what if she's not even necessarily ovulating? Half your sperm might not even work. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. You for combine sure. those two things together, the likelihood that she gets shot off the one shot is unlike. Like if you, if somebody's mm-hmm. in a crowd and you shoot mm-hmm. one bullet, the mm-hmm. likelihood that you hit them is actually quite small. Still gonna cause a panic. It's still oh, absolutely. But that's because the <laughs> next shot might be coming. Me, right? You gonna get but, that? Plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. And and usually when you're nutting in somebody, you're nutting in them consistently. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah, usually yeah. like a one-off. You're probably seeing this person or you're, you know what I mean? Like we're not usually nutting in people on, on uh, one-night stands. Though that does happen. Though that does happen. It does. It does. Um, not that I do it, but yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I've done that one time. I've done that one time, but. Oh, you mean with a condom on or just raw? Wait, what's the what's the question? Do you, okay, nutting in somebody with a condom on versus raw. Like if you had a one-night stand, Wait, because who, that's who, what who, I'm, who you counts, know. Who counts nutting with a condom on as nutting in somebody? Okay, cool, cool. That's our niggas wearing condoms okay, and pulling right, cool, out. Right, <laughs> Who's cool, doing cool. that? Let me, let, let me <laughs> Who's all right, doing all right, that? Fuck that. What nah, was the condom you know for? No, 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 fuck. All right, cool. We we about to pod. We about to start pod now, goddamn. Because you, know, you know what, buddy? You know what, buddy? What? I had a condom on. One of them goddamn Durex's is uh back in the day when I you know was a fresh young buck out here. Yeah, okay. And that bitch broke, and I nutted in her. My my you know girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Nutted in her. <laughs> pulled my dick out. And that's what I'm talking about. The kind of disintegrated. It was just a ring around the base of my dick. And I'm like, oh my God. Like I bust 12 rounds in this. <laughs> okay. But see, yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's an accidental you, nutting. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. It, it, but I thought you meant like I wore a condom and then nut, like nutted in her with the expectation that the condom was there. But like mm. you're just saying if the condom accidentally bursts and you do ejaculate raw i yeah so yeah so so in that case i've had i've had a few then but i've only had one where i literally was just like we just gonna fuck you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. fuck it you know what I'm, I'm just just fully just gonna ejaculate into you i don't i've I've done that one entire time in my life um, i'm so surprised to hear that it was really very much a lapse in judgment it was very much because i'm i would say i'm I, I think i'm better than most people when it comes to that type of i'd agree discipline and regulating and decision making but i'm definitely not perfect the way that you was out here in these streets when i met you yeah (laughs) yeah but i but i'm precise man i'm precise i've I've, i'm i'm very i don't i don't receive receive or give head 
uh, again, there's been a couple of exceptions, maybe maybe two that were consensual. And when I say consensual, I just mean oh, like yeah. there's been a couple of times where girls have gone down on me, but they like it's it, I can't say that's not consensual. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's not like I told them before don't that though I have I've had had a couple that did even though I said don't. But I don't know. I feel like that's a minor violation. Well, there was one. The thing that I was laughing about, just so I'm hmm. crazy, but, but I was just thinking, like, Bate, you a goddamn ninja. What's up? We, we, this would just be a private joke between me and you. But you, you know, you know, you know why, how we met. And I was like, wait, when did that happen? You know who this we is- know. You, the mutual oh, person. Oh, right. And okay, I was okay, like, okay, wait, okay, wait, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Oh, okay, got you, got you, got you. Because the way you said that made it sound like we was fucking, and I was like, no, I don't know God, what the fuck no, you're saying, bro, because no, no, that yeah, shit no, sounds no, no, crazy, no, no, whatever you're saying, just off the words. Because you said, yo, speaking yo, speaking of nuts, speaking of sneaky nuts and sexual safety, because you know how we met. You know how we used to get down back in the day. <laughs> bro, right. I think you're if right. ever that there was, was a time for some context, the red flag. God damn. Hey, yo, man, y'all know Eddie and Josh Smith. <laughs> this is the most toxic podcast on the internet. They've been talking about all this hey, shit. Turns out these oh, three niggas was shit. all just in a gay trio together. Oh, yo, well, we really want to take this bitch to the next level. <laughs> oh, we got to come out with, with Montero. Call us by by his name, goddamn. All three of us. Awesome. Just, oh, my God. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, that was a crazy. Na- naked that music was... video. Oh, God damn. Oh, damn, yo. That was, that was yo. Jesus Christ, that was crazy. Thank you for calling that out. I didn't realize it sounded like that. That's all right, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm cautious, and uh, you know, I, I think, I think all, I think men in general need to be more cautious. I mean, not even for women's safety, just like for our own safety, because it's just like, God damn, dog, y'all don't care about yourselves. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea whether or not my sperms actually work. I, I had just, I just assumed because I see stuff come out. But I've never really, and I've looked at my sperm, my, like my ejaculate up close to just see if I can see it moving. And I know that they're too through small. Mic- You're not going. Yeah. You ever did it through a microscope? Because I did. I, when have, I, was I have not. Did you? Did you? I did. When I this first. This is hilarious that you say that you were little. So you had a microscope yeah. when you was little. Absolutely. It yeah, was me around too. the time. Hell, because I, I was like huge in the science when I was yes. like younger. Science Grown niggas favorite. really don't have microscopes unless they are some science niggas. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Like, how the yeah. fuck would you have a microscope? That's true. Yeah, because at some point you transition from pretending to be shit to actually being shit, and you stop all the pretending. Like, yeah. no grown ass man has a spy watch except actual niggas that are spies. Yeah, yeah, no, and uh, and, I, and I will say, <laughs> every time I wear this hoodie, I feel like uh, I, I divulge more information than, than I should. <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> And and I will you know That's when, the I, when I was young, Arizona tea hoodie of truth. When I was young, very young, mm-hmm. I uh, I put some sperm under a fucking under under my little toy microscope. You know, yeah, that Fisher Price shit. Just yeah, no, it was, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was it was it was a little more it was more official. It had the, it had the three it had the three little dials the three little lenses. Yeah, exactly, you know, what I'm you, so I could yeah. really zoom in. Like if I had okay. some pollen, I could really see the you know you know everything. Okay, but you know with the nut, no, I actually could not see like the little squigglies. Damn! So it was we just a pile of goo. So you, could you see yeah, any cells or anything? Yeah, no, it was just a pile of goo. I, yeah, it was just a yeah. No, I couldn't see shit. It might not be nothing in there, bro. We mm. might be firing literal blanks, like blank pages, A4. It's nothing on it. I'm writing you a full page blank letter. Yeah, because we so. eat nothing but microplastics and shit like that. Because I, I yeah, because women are out here trying to get pregnant and they can't. Like, man, you cannot get like getting women pregnant is kind of is kind of hard. Especially white women, you can't get a white woman pregnant off accident. I I will. What you can't get a white. It's woman difficult. It's actually very difficult. Accident. Man, please, because I I because my thing was it seemed like when you're not trying to get somebody pregnant, that's when you damn near shooting a hundred percent from the three. From you the know 40. what though? I have a theory about this. I think a lot of these niggas in the moment are trying to get them pregnant, but it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, no, no, because I can't think of some niggas. Yeah, some niggas. Like you like ain't got. You don't, don't have to squeeze them. every drop out when you nutting a girl. And niggas be doing that shit. Later on, they wish that they wouldn't get her pregnant, but when, they was fucking like they was trying to put a baby in a girl. Absolutely, I've done that before. 
Yes. Every every nigga's done that before. Yeah, every, you squeeze like you already finished nothing, and you just squeeze a couple more times just to get it like a toothpaste okay, tube no, to get I the rest out in there. I, I have not. I've definitely this. done that. Oh my. No, no, no I don't mean this is this is my this is the the pubococcygeal muscle. You know what I mean? That's that asshole muscle that that squeezes the nut out. That's what okay, that is. Okay, all right, the pubococcygeal. All yeah. Right. All right, the <laughs> the National Geographic muscle. I got you. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, all right, cool. I thought she was like, you just got there. I was like, you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of I might have to try that. Maybe not on the pussy, but definitely on on some mouth shit. I feel like that will be kind of good. Well, if you ain't doing that with the mouth, then I mean, I think that's kind of natural. So you squeeze it out into their mouth as well. I've only oh, but you have you you don't you don't have you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never bust enough just raw off a head before, so. Yeah, but you don't yeah, have don't to do have like that. you can do it. You can ha- you can hand it off to him. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I've done that before. Okay. For once, yeah, I've done that once before. Um, huh, I tell you, I'm with you, buddy. It's it's it's, it's a different experience. It's nice. Um, it's connecting. It's connecting. It it's like you know, I'm feeding you. You eating. You know what I mean? Like, but you know what? Oh my god! Like I don't even. I was like, "Let's go get breakfast," and she was like, oh, well, "I already kind of did." Right, and I was like, right, "Oh, that's kind of cute." That's work. you know. Yeah. Right. I was like, my, "Shit made me blush." My I was little like, nutty okay. boo. Yeah, <laughs> my little nutty buddy. Girl, come on. <laughs> little nutty buddy, what's up? Oh, <laughs> uh, but you know, and that, and just if I'm a busting nut in like a woman's mouth, like I definitely want to make sure, like you know, what I what I've eaten. It's good. Like some, it's good. You know, pineapples, leafy yeah. greens, something, something that'll make it a more, you know, a lot more pleasant for the other party. Because you know, please are all the way around. Have you ever? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't you know, when the king. Well, you know, in in old times, in Victorian times, the king, you know, in order to make sure that his food was was good, oh. would often have a. Someone taste test it. Yeah. Have I tasted my own? Look, ain't look. All right. See, nah, we ain't going down that road. Come on. <laughs> Have uh, you? <laughs> I think everybody is kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think everybody. At least. <laughs> this sticker. Oh, I thought you was gonna deny it. I thought you was gonna deny it. I, thought, I think every every nigga has done that. Like ninety. Oh, thank you. At least eighty five percent of niggas has like just off accident, bro. Just off accident. <laughs> Come on. Oh goddamn. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like if you don't exactly. Know how your product smell, whatever, exactly. You know? Come on, man. It's like smelling a fart. Jesus, of course. But so, I mean, but you know, these niggas, you know, if you release this shit out to the public, oh, you nasty motherfucker, bro. You tripping some gay out. shit. How is gay? It's my nut. That makes zero fucking sense, bro. Oh, is sucking your own dick gay? See, that's the thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> because a com- uh, there was a... <laughs> I heard the best take on this. There was a nigga who he was, he could do it because his he was just real flexible or whatever. Yeah. He was like, let me tell you, bro. It feels a lot more like sucking a dick than it feels like getting your dick sucked. And that shit. (laughs) And that shit is exactly what I would expect. Because you really can't relax. You really can't get the whole thing in your mouth. So it really just feels like the main sensation that you're going to get is the sensation in your mouth of sucking a dick. You're not going to get the main pleasure of, you know what I mean? Plus the mouth is upside down, like it's it's a torsion position. It's not gonna feel good. So oh, I would shit. say, yeah, it probably actually is gay. <laughs> it feels a lot more like sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Hey man, Richard Pryor was out here sucking dicks, and he was he he the man still. So yeah, but that's gay though. Though still, it's a spectrum. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, but no, that's I mean, gay. I didn't say he was gay. He was oh, queer. Oh, yeah, yeah, very fat, fat, fat. Because, like, that you is. can be bi, but getting fucked in the ass is still gay. Well, well, it depends who's fucking you, I guess. Ah. Pegging. Ooh, pegging. It's pegging gay. It's getting pegged gay. I feel like... Also, you you, you, you didn't answer these questions. You making me do all the gay shit. 
No, oh, you bro, did. Nigga, you did you, taste you, it. You, 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 you do eat your orator. You do. Dr- hey, don't orator. don't call me that. Don't do. Don't don't talk about <laughs> sucking dick and then call me the this master, the master at oral, orator. nigga. Don't call. Don't do that shit. This has been a very sus <laughs> guy. <laughs> this last half has been extremely. Yeah, it's been, I agree. You the one talking about drinking nut, man. I don't. I I never necessarily even admitted to that. Um, but I will say, Peggy, I don't think so. I would do it. I would do it. Maybe. I definitely have. I've definitely watched porn of it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hot. It but, is, yo. Yeah. My fault. Um, I, I guess like we're revealing uh, some of our kinks, even under. Yeah, we're gonna have some. We're gonna have some dominatrices in the comment section on some we, of these clips for sure. Yeah. I, we I, already kind of do, but we definitely do. Um, we have yeah. some people being like, "Okay, well, what's up? What you trying to do?" And it's like, "Well, hey, hold, hold on." Oh, I'm a Christian a boy. Minute. I'm just a little Christian boy. Wait I don't. I don't want no professional shit yet. I'm not ready for that. I'm not mm-hmm. ready for you to turn me the fuck out. Calm right. down. Mm-hmm. Right. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> I like seeing. Huh. I like. I like seeing a woman in power and control. Mm-hmm. So I guess I do have like a dominatrix kink, but like you know, like a soft femdom type thing. Yeah, you know, like yeah, this yeah. Bitch, you ain't about to be hitting. Um, we gonna fight. Yeah, yeah. but um, <laughs> right. Oh. But but no, I'm 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 with you on that because it is kind of sexy. But I'm not looking at the guy whatsoever because I have watched porn like that. Mm. But I'm not looking at the guy like because I'm like, oh god, it's, they they looking at they they got the camera on the nigga right now. Like nope. Yeah. But when it's on the woman, I'm like, man, that's kind of. I'm like, damn, that's hot. Yeah. You know. I feel you. I and feel then, you. And then if I think about myself, honestly, I'm like, I don't I don't know if I could do that. Like, cause, yeah. cause then I would have, I would have to be in such a compromising position that just not necessarily so unnatural. Not necessarily yes. because yeah, okay. So I will say, face down, ass up is not a position I'm. My body is physically comfortable <laughs> yeah, with being in, bro. Right? Because I was, I've, I've done yoga and shit like that, and I'm going through the yoga, and then when they do a position like that, and that air gets on your asshole, I that is a very uncomfortable position to be in. I'm like, I don't like this. I'm gonna do a different. I'm nah. I'm doing. I'm doing yeah, yeah, upward yeah, dog. Right. This downward nope, dog I'm, shit. I'm, I'm not doing, doing that. <laughs> yeah, right. But the position that I see that I like the most of what I see them doing is first of all, I like it when it's like a real small, very feminine woman who's doing the dominatrix type shit because that to me is very like. So I'm, I'm for me, it's not necessarily like big, strong Amazon woman. It's kind of like the opposite. Like it's like being dominated by like a very tiny, petite, like. Mm cute woman you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. almost like that juxtaposition of like mm-hmm. i guess half of it is like her allowing you to or no you allowing her to yeah, okay. to hurt you is kind of part of it but also i guess it's just a contradiction i don't really know all the science of it in my head but anyway i mean you like but, what you like yeah well but i mean but there's reasoning and i'm just trying to figure out like what's the real like why is that really because i feel like you know how they say ever like all the traumas are really this thing underneath it, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this mm-hmm. is really about your mother and da 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 I feel like the same thing is true about kinks. Yeah. And we don't want to admit that. Because Nick, I, we, like I said, we try and try and justify every kink is like, oh, it's, a, it's my kink. And that's just the end of the conversation. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, there's a reason that you find that dynamic arousing. And that is between you and yourself. Like, you don't okay. have to. That's, I, a, fair, I heard, that's a fair I point. A, I heard a real, a real nigga say. Like, I mean, a really real nigga. Like, I think he was like a, a rapper. Like, he was a okay. while back. And he was like, um, you don't have to explain to nobody. It's nobody's business why you like what you like. Yeah, I agree. And like, in regards to, some to kinks. Extent, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you got a kink, why you, uh, if you, if you got a kink, you got a kink. But why you like that particular kink or why you're exactly into that, that ain't, that's not we necessarily. Ain't gotta, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got to break that shit down for nobody else. Okay, no, that's a fair point. Give, give me a split second. I'm just about to turn this heat down. Hold on, and then we'll and then we'll and then we'll get into my views on pegging, and we'll go back and forth. Uh, pause. Yeah. Well, pause. <laughs> Jesus Christ, brother. <laughs> okay, so what I was gonna say is, the prone position is very appealing, like where you're just flat on your stomach, and she's just laying on top of you. I could see that being a little bit less. Uh, in- Less emasculating? Yeah, and less, less, yeah, I guess emasculating is the right word. <laughs> oh, man, even that. Oh, no? I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. Oh, my God. Because they titties be on your back, and they belly they be on your back. Be it feels nice, yeah. 
It's like you ever gotten a massage from a girl and she's like kind of oils her own titties and her belly and she's like sort of wiggling on your back? Unfortunately. It's nice. Well, maybe. That might have been. I don't know. I can't recall. But, but yeah, no, I can definitely, I can I can feel that. Um, and if it's sensual, yeah. if it's soft and sensual, I can. Her hands all touching that. on you and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Her, massage, her arms going out to massage your something arms. in you. You still got you a dick know? in your ass, though. Yeah, so you that's, still got yeah. a dick in your ass. And that's yeah. another thing, too. It's like, I don't know. Uh, oh, fake one. Like you ain't got a real one, but yeah. I mean, either way, I, mean I don't know how ass. much that makes it better. Facts. Um, still something in your butt. Yeah, but mm. see, see what I did there. Um, no. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh man, I don't know, bro. That's 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 a that's a tough one. Um, because I feel where you're coming from. Like you know, pause. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is the gayest episode. This super, yo, we need Alvin. Alvin needs to be here ASAP. Because uh, Alvin really is the straightest nigga I've ever met. Absolutely. No, no bullshit. That nigga, that nigga would just be. I have no feelings about this or anything else. Y'all continue to talk. Yeah. Um, I guess. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck to say. Uh, because it's 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 just a lot of weird. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because that's because. So like, is it? Do you like, think? Because is there the something like, specifically emasculating about being penetrated? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I agree. That, that sentence should be obvious. Yeah, I know. I've had a woman ride me uh, aggressively while I was kind of. Uh, hold on. Like, oh, no, no, uh, I got uh, uh, this game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said, I got some pussy so good it was gay. <laughs> Yeah, you fucking me at this point. This is yeah. When she's when she's fucking hard enough that your body is moving. Yeah, that's when I'm the one that's bouncing yeah. up against the headboard. Goddamn, like yo. Yeah, but I if will she's say bouncing this, your head off the headboard. That's but an issue. I will say this: I do find the Amazon position extremely hot. Have you done that? I have not. I have not. Um, How do you, it's, it's it's your airs in the your legs in the air like Trick Daddy, basically. Yeah. Okay. Basically. See that and, I also but couldn't that, do. That goes back into the hole, and I don't know if I'm. Yeah, ugh, I don't think I could do it. The same any anything where my asshole is too exposed and up and too exposed. Even, even oh, but then again, your asshole is actually quite exposed in missionary, but theirs is more exposed. So I think maybe that's what makes it feel okay. I mean, like you're not really thinking about your own asshole in missionary. Like you know, what I'm saying you just if like, it's cold, you are. You. If it's breezy, you might. You know? I mean, it is what it is. Like, I mean, hey, that's that's what okay. we're doing. That's that's what it is. But <laughs> that sounds so matter of fact. About it. that's what it is. That's what, come on, like, yeah, it's gonna get on your ass and mission. That's what that's what happens. That's uh, what it's for. Jesus, right? That's the mission. Um, it's airy. That that is the mission. Um, do you see what I? Come on, bro. But ah. oh, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Because it's not like I'm not. I'm a freak. I'm a fucking, I'm a freak. I have, you know, I mean, especially in terms of like pleasuring, but when it comes to me and exploring mm. some of those things, very, uh, very uncomfortable. Um, even if I might like it, um, because I, you know, cause you got levels of grown man talk. Um, cause you know, like I've, you know, with depending, depending on the, if I'm if me and a woman are talking, mm. if we are close, we got a bond going, we've been fucking like, Whatever. I, hey, I eat the groceries. Not all the time because, yeah. like, you know that, that you know that that thing gotta it, it's yeah it gotta be a nice butt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's because you know I've seen some stuff, but you know that's not out of my wheelhouse. Um, but when it comes to my groceries being ate, never had it, mm. and I would be a little um I would little, I don't know because like you gotta. Put your leg up, uh, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, ugh, like, oh yeah. my God. And I'm not sure how I would feel about having I think her. I could lay down, though. See, that, that's what I, I think the laying down position, I think, is, is for me, not super masculine because it's basically just the same position as a massage. Oh, okay. So you can lay down on your stomach. Yeah, yeah. Which is why, okay. which is kind of what I was saying about the pegging thing, too. Like, I feel like I, I'm not going to present my asshole, but I feel like I could lay down. Like, like, 
Like, you can be a little discreet. Like, I'm not a hoe yeah. or anything, but... Uh, yeah, 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 I don't do this you often. you <laughs> But, like, once you put a pillow... If you, but if she put a pillow under my stomach, that's a problem. Because that's then that's that's increasing the angle. That's making it... You poking it out. You but if I'm just laying down... Like, if, if I'm like this, that's a problem. But once you make me do this, once you make me do this, that's a problem. That's a problem. And I'm deaf. Once you're doing this, once... Mm-mm. Yo, this... <laughs> 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 but yo, okay, all right, goddamn. This is the most sus. This is the most waving the red flag episode ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We this is raving the rainbow flag, honestly. And you know what? Fuck that. You know, hello, hey. Yeah. If we waving the crazy. rainbow flag, there's no there's no shame in that. But uh, it includes red. But it's all it's all the colors absolutely. of the rainbow. Oh, uh, but uh, but what I was about to say was. What if it makes a better, a better experience for you? Because I'm, I don't need to experience that. Sure I, I yeah, that it might make it. He probably and not would. even you know, because yeah, you, we do it to our women like you because like you got to get the angle. Yeah, you know, you, they yeah. Gotta get that arch like, and that's you know. Nah, but, I mean maybe maybe one day, but not not how my not how my masculinity is set up this day. Yeah 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 man yeah. Because girls don't even want to do that shit. That's the other thing. Like women, bro. Like ninety you mean in the ass 90, or, say again. I'm sorry. You mean in the ass? Yeah. Or just general penetration. Oh, in, no, no. I mean, I mean giving. I mean taking on a masculine role in general. Like most women don't want to do that. I don't think. I say 96 percent of women are not interested in taking on a masculine role in the bedroom. No, 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 no. I, I, would, I would say. I would say far less. I would say, in your example, I would say less. And I would say like. I would say about a good 30, 40% of women might be interested in taking on a masculine role. Okay. 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 I, I, there's, trust me, bro. These, these okay. women, these, it's, it's women out here that's they about but it. so frowned upon. And like, uh, and women aren't mm. even okay. a lot. You know, societally speaking, like women are still getting to a point where they're fully allowed to express their own sexual desires and express what they like comfortably. Yes. And especially to dudes like straight cis heterosexual male guys. Yeah, yeah. If a woman said, "Hey, I want to pay you," like you know what type of? Because like niggas, you even if they into, wanted you it, you get into a fight, fist fight right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and even if a nigga might want it, like, like what the fuck? Like, what make you think I want that shit? Even oh, if he'll be down, more he mad if you want, want it. it. He'll be more mad if he wants it. So yeah, so yeah, you. I, I think uh, I think there are more. You finna penetrate my rose bud, bitch? Uh uh-uh, uh, right. nah. Bitch, you gonna think you think you gonna take my blood virginity? Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm mm. It's a special bond. Right. Like I'm some hoe. Like yeah. Some, some 30, for, 30 to 40 is why. Because I don't know. I feel like oh, maybe. Maybe. That hasn't been, has not that been your personal experience? I don't have no or, experience on that. But I'm just, I'm giving. Or just from conversation or. I'm giving women the benefit of a doubt on this one. Because I just have to believe that there is more than 5% of the woman population feels comfortable or wants to take on more of a masculine role this is because this is just between comfortable because i've like asked a girl to do just like you know hey could you ride me more could you be take more initiative could you be more aggressive could mm-hmm. you you know i don't know just like could you could you degrade me a bit like that type of shit mm-hmm. and it's just like in my experience and maybe i'm maybe i'm bad at this type of shit like maybe i'm maybe i'm <laughs> maybe i'm like a maybe i'm a like a, a bottom heckler you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, to where I like I fuck with their confidence while they're doing that type of shit. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, I can uh, see that. <laughs> like like they punch me and I'd be like, You hit like a bitch. Nah, nah, I don't feel intimidated. Yeah. Feel, nah. Do you mind using a little bit of more your pelvis when you're riding? Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know. This is could I could better. definitely see I could definitely see myself heckling where I'm just like, Yeah, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, your 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 peg penis is so you sound small. like a fucking yeah. a movie critic. Fucking <laughs> 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 Roger and Ebert over here, even a robot over here. God damn. Uh, yes, the 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 motion of her stroke was both insipid and derivative. The, the, the platitudes shallow. of her and pedantic. It was shallow and pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, um, but that's for me. It's a, I guess from what I've seen of women is very much like. You're not, they, they're, they don't want to, they don't seem to really, really enjoy taking on that role, in my experience. Yeah, no, in my experience too, like, um, 
in my experience too on average but i have to i, st I still kind of want to and yeah you're right um in my experience most of the time and i haven't even like um orated this to them that like, i would like them to be more in control except for like maybe a few but it's like it throws them into like an awkward position because they don't yes. know how to do it and they've yeah. never done that before have never had that request even though it might have been something they, they, they could have thought about that's true um but yeah like it's it does seem to be like a bit more unwillingness to in the general population so i can understand where you kind of where you would have got such a high number but deep down when it comes to people's they, kinks and how freaky people are in general they might i be think y'all hell yeah i think like okay I, least 20 to 25 percent of women like, i don't know least. i think you might be thing. trying to manifest it more than actually believe in that number no i mean bro like, all right well sh i don't know um ladies <laughs> yeah. i don't i don't, I don't necessarily want you to make this a kink yeah. and then put this shit on instagram and then like we just look you know what i'm saying i don't know but but ladies like if you hear this shit please like chime in like for real for real like we I, I yeah, would love to hear we'll from put you. a we'll put a poll up. Like, what percentage of, of of women would actually enjoy or do enjoy taking on a more dominant, aggressive, arguably masculine role in bed? So things including mm -hmm. pegging, um, degrading talk to your man, choking your man, riding him very aggressively, uh, putting him in different positions, um, putting the pillow under him, eating his ass. Uh, finger in the What's asshole. What else? I guarantee you, hella women. It's women. Women out here eating ass. Women yeah. out here is eating ass, bro. And I guarantee yeah. you, it's more than twenty percent. Maybe not. But him. okay. But are you eating ass with with his with his knees on over your shoulders? Because it's different if you're just if you're if you're going un under the gooch while you're sucking dick. That's not exactly the same thing. Jeez. If his knees are up, that's that's Ooh. then what it is. Oh, like you like when we how we do them. How we eat pussy, like if if her if you where the knees are over here, you know what I mean? Man, bro, bro, if you, if a nigga getting his ass ate, I I guarantee you his legs is somewhere up in the air, and they probably might fall on her shoulders at one point during that whole maneuver. So I can't even. That damn yeah. feel long. Um, I don't like having like my feet anywhere involved in sex. But I will tell you this: I was talking to this one girl. Can you imagine a girl changing your diaper? She got both your ankles in her hands like this. Man, fuck hell out of nah. Here. Yeah, they're right. You ever but held a girl's thing? both her ankles like that while you're doing something? Like nah, this? Nah, I ain't do that. I ain't do that, but but that's the book. One thing I do like is, you know, is the book. What's that? We call it the book. The okay, position. tell me about it. I mean, you already you have, you've done it. Like it's just oh. when her her knees or her knees or her her ankles are on your shoulders yes. and you're basically in a missionary type position. Yes. Or kind of if you're on the edge of the bed, but like her legs, your shoulders, you getting in there full access. Um, but I wanted to go back real quick to say I asked um a girl or I'm relatively I'm pretty close with um this question. I was like, do women like do y'all think about like what it would be like having a dick? Like, I mean like do y'all mm. kinda like she's like, Well, yeah, yeah, we do. What would it be like having a dick? And then she was like, her and her homegirls would be like, if if they had a dick they would be like slapping people with it. That was like the thing that came to their mind was like slapping somebody with it. I'm like, well, yeah, I've definitely heard some, some women say like shit. they've had they've had dreams about having a penis and just things like that. I guess it makes you sense. Know? That's that Funani shit or whatever that shit is called. I forget what that Futanari. Futanari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this this part, this episode of Waving the Red Flag was uh, sponsored by the concept of Futanari. We uh, yeah, they paid us a lot to mention that shit. So. That man, they dicks be big as hell, bro. Shit be like a leg, goddamn. Man, bro, like the titties that shit be don't big as no hell. Sense. It really. Uh, I don't understand how you would have enough blood left to be conscious if you had a dick that was that size. Like the Every rest of you, you, that, you just you would deflate, <laughs> like right, shrivel up. Yeah, maybe I got extra oh blood in those big God. titties. Anyway, those those are very much wet red flags. So look, uh, if you find yourself uh, with your knees over the shoulders of your girl you may be seeing a red flag because you are getting uh you are getting turned out by old girl <laughs> but um <laughs> but in but in the same vein um if you know if you're not open to new sexual experiences then it's very much you who's waving the red flag um this has been waving the red flag podcast it's been eddie it's been josh we'll see y'all next week oh and also obviously as always a uh, thank you to the patreon members so this week we've got Maluba uh, Princess, we've got Shepard Scott, and we've got Michael Phillips, who helped Mike. us produce this episode. A.K.A. Michael. McKelly. 
aka hey, michael you know <laughs> uh thank you everybody we'll see y'all next week peace it's probably weird for me to say you guys' names you have no idea who you're talking to um, no, we can see your name yeah. is it michael yeah I mean, it's michael michael okay. okay yeah fancy i like it. okay thank you. damn you never Hi. fucking know you never know i, I was really? i was confident too with it i was like oh yes that's michaela for sure oh, that's michaela. <laughs> that's, nope yo, yo, a ron yeah <laughs> exactly no that's just what i was about to say <laughs> michaela <laughs> Oh, I get all kinds Michael. of shit. And then I had the nerve to... <laughs> nigga named Michael. I, I, no, seriously, I get that, too. Because that's my dad's name. So I get all kinds of crazy oh, stuff. Oh, this nigga oh, wanted a boy, And then I he? gave my kid... Oh, totally. <laughs>